get the Pinot ready, because it's turd time. Life isn't all reality TV, but it should be. Everyone calls me Odie, like the dog on Garfield. The only difference is, I actually talk, and I'm not quite as stupid. Welcome to Bravo and Beer. All right, welcome to uh, Bravo and Beer, episode number five. Title yet to be decided on this. We'll see how the I got a good title for it. How about Hose Before Bros? Because I have a hose story. Okay. Well, (laughs) Well, tell me your title first. I was going to say, let's do a good episode this week. That could be the name of the episode. That's off brand. Okay. We got to stick to what we're good at, which is putting out shitty podcasts where Odie hasn't watched the goddamn episode that we're talking about. Personally, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to perform even worse than last week, if that's possible. Are you trying to get voted off the island? Is that basically? That's actually my goal. <laughs> I just, you I don't know who would be, who would be voted in in my place. You don't have anyone to replace me. I'm irreplaceable. Well, anybody. It, literally anyone off the street. <laughs> I could go out in Los Angeles on the streets here and find some random homeless crackhead who would probably have more knowledge watching shit on his iPhone than you do watching these shows, which you don't watch. Probably be a lot more entertaining too. I'm not going to lie. I kind of think we should go with that next week. Yeah, the homeless option. Yes, <laughs> we'll push the, the big. I do have a big red button, kind of like the president has the nuke button that just says "homeless" in my office, and I push it sometimes when I'm horny. Maybe I can find the homeless guy that drafted the Browns' first round pick like five years ago. Yeah, and he could be on uh, the next episode, just five years ago, wasn't it like for a decade? Uh, uh, six, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's well, still uh, running the franchise, as best I know. Yeah, well, in the high-level teaser I put out on social media, and of course, anybody out there can follow our Facebook page. We have one of those, because you have to. So we have one on Bravo and Beer. Yeah, oh, we do. <laughs> Good to, to see the co-hosts are up to date on it. <laughs> Am I following? I'm not even sure. <laughs> I doubt it. I don't think you jerks do or appreciate. I'm underappreciated hey, here. I, 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 am am the, uh, I am the Lara of this show. Underappreciated until I'm gone. I am carrying our Twitter account with uh, engagement. So. That's true. You are engaging. Rico's doing absolutely nothing. <laughs> Wait, what? There's a Twitter account? And yes, there is a Twitter account. You're engaging who? At Bravo and Beer. Enga- he's, Odie's engaging with the, the Bravo and Beer podcast. <laughs> I'm engaging with other brands. I'll have you know that a picture I took of the Real Housewives of New York got over 200 likes. Fantastic. News. A picture that you took. It was, it was actually pretty hilarious. It's sad that we're in this like weird nexus where, like I was saying, like half the shit isn't airing because it's on hiatus. But Real Housewives of New York went to the Hamptons and they had this, this ridiculous looking man. He was like a crazy bright red ginger, but very like the best way I can describe him is like an old fashioned dandy gentleman. You know, he was like in a white suit. He had a, an ascot on, very clearly not of the straight persuasion. But he's looking at these girls over a martini, and they did something. They were like getting drunk and falling over, and the look, the look he gave them was fantastic. I should send you the picture because that's easy to find on our Twitter feed. But it just but was hilarious. Didn't you like, say it was a picture that you took? I took I a picture of the screen. Oh, yeah. I thought you were like outside their window, creeping in the bushes and doing something interesting. No, just taking a picture of TV like a loser. We don't have the budget for me to fly to the Hamptons and stalk the Real Housewives. Trust me, I wish we did. I I wish against which I might put my child's college education on hold 
and just do that with my life instead. I think it's probably smarter. smarter. Would be a much better return on an investment. I think so. I is mean, college which, even going to be around in eighteen years? I don't think so. I, it's going to be. I don't even. I don't know what it'll turn into. It's just going to be an online robot shooting robot shooting pills full of lessons into your child's uh, mouth. There you go. All right. Well, so we got uh, three shows possibly to talk about and a host story. And a host story. Should I get hashtag host talk? Start this off the traditional way? Sure. (laughs) Okay. So if you haven't heard Rico's host story, go back and listen to it. But essentially what happened was Rico. Great host story. Great host story. Classic. (laughs) Another classic classic host host story. Hashtag host stories. So Rico... Had his hose uh, tear, what is it, T- like tear off? It wasn't tight enough because you're an idiot. And you went to do something and ripped off the spigot? Hey, give me the no, I took, uh, Well, I took out the spigot because I was going to replace the whole thing because my hose was kind of leaking. Um, but I didn't turn off the water <laughs> first because I didn't think it was completely necessary. But actually, it is completely necessary to turn off the water before you replace the spigot because then i flooded my basement mm, mm. Uh, and it turned out after which of course uh, that lit up all the bodies that were buried in there yes. kind of like in poltergeist and then yada 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 it turned out that uh, the hose was leaking from the spigot be- just because i did not tighten it enough yes so Classic. it was a longer story than that but that's the that's the conclusion all right perfect so first time I, you told it was much better but well oh, of course I, we're, we're doing a summation here people already heard it hopefully so my hose story begins with the, the, the classic story of a hose that I wanted to swap out a hose from one spigot, put it on a different spigot because the one spigot hose was now like getting lacked so I couldn't unhose it. Like I was like this, like just shooting water all the time. So I take that hose off. I go to take the other hose off my front yard and knowing and following the classic pretense of don't be a Rico, I supported the spigot. I made sure that like it wasn't going to rip off or shake off the thing and that the spigot would be safe. So I, I try to get the hose off, but it's fucking stuck. I can't budge it at all. So I yep. go and I get a wrench and I put the spigot between my mighty calves or between my mighty thighs to hold it in place as I'm turning it so that it can't break the spigot off, not realizing that the PVC pipe that ran up into the spigot from underneath would crack in half and spray water everywhere on my fucking lawn, flooded my lawn out. And thinking of Rico's story, I run to the backyard because I need to crawl into the house to turn my water off. So I'm like, shit! I'm just screaming shit at the top of my lungs. Rip off the bottom of my, my house to go crawl under. When I look under there, I'm like, oh God, I need a flashlight. Run to the front, then realize that I could simply turn a nozzle and turn the water off. <laughs> to the, to the, uh, Fantastic. To the <laughs> so, so I saw the picture you posted, and I'm yeah. no plumber, but isn't that sort of like, a, I don't know, a little bit of a terrible setup just have a pvc pipe coming down out of your spigot for your sprinkler system i i, I don't know how else you do it unless you're going to put in copper piping or lead piping or whatever like that i don't want i don't want lead piping going into my uh thing plus pvc is cheap it's durable unless you wouldn't they like do it like inside your house and then run it out i don't know no it's, no it just looked like it disa- your- looked like a disaster waiting to happen do you have sprinklers i guess you don't No, we have rain it's i know exactly. falls from the See, sky you're an so, idiot you're ignorant I, to the sprinkler world. i just have one comment if someone 10 years ago said i would be on a reality show podcast i would have said you're fucking crazy but if someone 10 years ago said you'll be on a reality show podcast that ter- quickly turns into a plumbing podcast i would have said 
makes sense. So and well, and the thing is, I couldn't fix it myself, so I had to have my gardener come and do it because I don't know a shit about sprinklers. Oh, and I bought a, a faulty hose that I returned to the Home Depot without a receipt. Got my money. Uh, I don't know if this show is turning out better than last week. I'm just going to say. It's already off to a terrible start. Okay. So like you said, though, we have potentially three shows to talk about. I did watch the latest episode of uh, Double Shot at Live. I did, too. But before that, because I I'm, I'm not watching that show. I have thoughts on it. I don't think we should watch it, but I'll get to that. I have thoughts on it, too. All right. So, well, should we talk about, since Odie hasn't watched any of these shows, what should we do? Start with the double shot at love and decide? Start start with double shot at love, and then I'll just make fun of Polly D and, uh, what's the other guy's name? Vince? Vinny? Yeah. Vinny's the the skinny, and Polly D is the big goofball with the ridiculous shellacked hair. It just goes up like a Pokemon character. So are they married? Are they married now? Are they still playing the game? Other? No, not officially. <laughs> I think they do so, a little hugging and rugging on the side. I did not see season one of this, and I told you I was right that this was a second season of but this It's mind boggling. When you Google it, what comes up is a show about two chicks that was on 10 years ago. That's what comes up. I don't know. But and it's also the, a DVR. If you try to DVR it, that's what comes up. So double, with, double shot of love, pretty common name for an MTV yeah. show. Actually, I, Apparently they recycle them without having watched the first like the season TV. one or the first episode of season two. It, um, I, I came to really appreciate the nuance of this show actually, because what's great about it. And I'm, I'm kind of assuming season one is like a dating show for Vinny and, and Polly. Yeah. They're, like, eh, they're like in their late thirties are still single. Let's have this, fucking dating show on mtv and obviously late 20s you mean not late 30s that'd be weird i don't know they're older than you think around for a long time jersey shore's first season was in uh, maybe their mid-30s whatever i think yeah jersey shore's first season was in 09 so it's 11 years ago and then or paulie d was already in his late 20s at the time but anyways i can get you can kind of see that clearly they did not uh, whoever they picked like in their bachelor style show they're not going to end up with so season two from what i can gather is mtv is not even uh trying to make a pretext that this is a dating show for Vinny and paulie d because they're so far above these fucking hoochies uh (laughs) that they brought in to be the contestants like Vinny and paul are like dude like Paulie D is probably one of the top ten paid DJs in the entire world. Yeah, they both the have dude, residencies in Vegas. So. The dude is probably worth a hundred million dollars without you know batting an eye. Wait, right? they're I both DJs now. Far. They both are DJs in Vegas. Yeah, but Paulie D, I, I think, is more profound. He's than fucking DJ. rich. Whatever they are, they're fucking well, low. Hold on, though. But here's the thing: is I the, this is what annoyed me about the show is that I thought it was going to be them with a bunch of their exes. But it's not. It's just their last exes, maybe yeah. from the last dating show, and then a bunch of random fucking dickheads, like yeah. like skanky girls, and they are skanky, like they are gross. Oh yeah, girls. so gross. Just like 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 girls you wouldn't even bat an eye at walking down the street. Girls that buses don't stop for. Cats piss on them like that bad, like really, yeah. good, like Snooky yeah. level. Snooky. No, bad. no disrespect to those girls. <laughs> no though. disrespect no, no, no. to those girls of the Italian uh, race. They're awful, and clearly, like they may have hooked up with girls like that on season one of Jersey Shore, but by like season three, they were like, ah, "Dude, we're famous. We're kind of getting some cash." But now they're like, they're getting close to like fu rich money. Yeah. 
So there's no way they're even looking at these type of girls. And MTV is not even pretending that they would. So then they bring in these other guys. Yeah. What were they, for some the, reason, I don't know. It's supposed to be a one girl's random. Polly D's like, bring your friends. And she's like, so I brought a good guy, friends. That ha- like, yeah, clearly that's not actually yeah, the way it was. I, yeah, yeah, I'm sure yeah. That, that, that they'd just be like, oh, yes, let's, re- let's totally revamp the show format because <laughs> you thought that we meant bring guys. <laughs> Wow, what right. adaptable producers they have on this program. Yeah, so it was interesting enough. I actually, now that I'm talking about it, I'm like, yeah, I probably won't. Maybe I'll watch one more episode. Yeah. But it's like Vinny and, and Pauly D are like sitting at the pool just talking to themselves because they have no interest at all in these people. And then they it's leave. Like, they're like, go oh, out yeah. of the club. Yeah. Wow, they're, not, they're hardly on the show. It's like, it's like a sitcom spinoff. Where the yeah. main character introduces the show and then just leaves. He's never heard of him again. That's what's happening in the show. I do like that. The, uh, I mean, I overall, like I said, I, I don't think I'm going to watch the show because it's just, you can tell they're like setting up for this cast to go do something else. It'd be a New Jersey yeah. shore probably, but not going to happen. Not going to happen. But the one thing I did enjoy is that the one guy is such an odd, ugly mutant that's on there. Like two of the guys are decent enough, I guess, for, you know, this type of show, but the one guy is just really a random little potato sitting in the middle of the mix, and he's got a girlfriend too. So he's oh, like yeah. ugly potato with girlfriend, yet is trying to get a girl's number at the club, and it looked like a decent enough girl. I but didn't see one guy writing down a number. So is that it was still, the guy. That was Chubby Potato. I think are they still like Antonio. taking people's cell phones away from them for a reality show? Like who writes down a number on a piece of paper at this point in time? You know what? They must be right. I don't know. Can't take away know. people's cell phones, do they? Really? Not in today's age. People have other, like somebody's heart attack will happen, and the phone will be there to tell them. They the did in the Jersey Shore until the cast got too fucking rich, and it's like, yeah, we're not going to do another season without our phones. What the yeah. fuck are you talking about? Well, it's like every dating show like that. They always have the room with the phone so they can hear them on the yeah. phone. It's probably too hard to bug everybody's cell phones. <laughs> yeah. Well, the government well, does a fine job. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just <laughs> welcome to Double Shot at Love, produced by the CIA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so there's not a whole lot to talk about other than the fact that uh their penthouse suite was at the link apparently so yeah clearly this is not a big budget show no is that where we're gonna stay when we go to vegas uh well it is but not the <laughs> penthouse suite yeah. you know the link like one of the newer no, hotels or, it was, uh, no they redid uh what was i don't it? think they redid planet anything Ho- it was a yeah, new it was, name it was on it planet hollywood that they yeah they renamed it they did okay. they redid a little bit but it, yeah, they renamed it, and then they built a bunch I'm of shops around sure. outside of there. Really? Something like that. Okay, I didn't see them walking down an avenue of some sort. I'm like, oh, where's that? I yeah, that. they've got it. We walked around the last time we were there, me, you, and Ryan. And uh, yeah, it's like, it's like shops and stuff built out. Yeah. Is that where you were buying all your drugs, or was that a different avenue? That is an <laughs> unconfirmed rumor. <laughs> <laughs> unconfirmed. I say lies and slander, sir. Okay. Whatever you want to call it. <laughs> it's, it's for my new dating show, Double Lines of Love. <laughs> I like that one better. <laughs> who's the next? Who's next up? A, ah! Just me screaming and running, running at women at high speed, going ah! Pretty much how I met my wife. It would uh, kill. It would kill. Yeah, yeah, it would be amazing. Yeah. All right, so we're not. I don't have to watch any more Double Shot of Love. No, what we're I, saying. I think. I mean, there's no other than Below Deck. There's not really anything on Bravo or MTV that looks worthy, unless you wanted to pivot to the challenge. I would say though, 
you guys are happily ever after 90 day happily ever after is very popular i watch it anyway so if you wanted to switch to that that's the one that's got colt and larissa it's got um oh it's got i think nicole might be on one i just saw some news about uh blonde nicole and she refused a flight home from morocco or something like that well she's been stuck in morocco for quarantine but actually i just finished season one of I think it's before 90 days, which was fantastic. Yeah. Oh, with with uh, Ed, no Nick Ed? No, he's not in it. It's Paul and Kareen, the guy who goes to Brazil. He's, oh, yeah. he's, oh. he's amazing. And <laughs> then uh, Jesse and Darcy. Darcy is like three foot five. Oh, yeah. She's, yeah, a little, she looks mm-hmm. like the hoggle from the labyrinth. Yeah, the and then control. Jesse, who's clearly just a repest repressed ball of rage um, just waiting to explode at any moment so i think we just finished that one we just watched the tell all today so i think we're going to start season two of that excellent i think that's i think there's only been two seasons of that and i at least i'm pretty sure before the 90 days it's awesome that's what i was telling you about with with yolanda she was dating the williams which by the way my new name on this podcast is the mcwilliams sure <laughs> make sure I'll to call me that. that um yeah, well, let me know when you get through it. Maybe we'll talk about it. But right. we still, at this point in time, are doing bra- so, uh, below deck med. So am I nuts, or did it did it get a little better? I think it got I a little better. I was about to this say week. that it did. Well, go ahead. I was about to say, yeah, it, it improved. And just to jump to the end of my synopsis, I think it's going to be better next week too. Oh, I think I you're right. Wait. Well, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Hold on. We're th- now that we're talking about a Bravo show. I think it's oh, time boy. to do the Bravo beer bong. Now I have duct taped my beer bong together so that hopefully it does not spray me with beer and get beer all over my chair. You have a pants. towel ready. I, I have a towel under my feet at this very moment. And uh, did Odie's beer bong come in yet? It's only week five. Of did this. not. Did not. Of course. God forbid you order one on Amazon for $10. I, it'll be here tomorrow. <laughs> well, I didn't want a beer bong. I wanted one of those fancy little contraptions amazon doesn't sell them probably because they're all from china but maybe well why don't you just why don't you just shotgun a beer with a key because i'm in a my office i don't want beer spraying everywhere what am i I'm in my office and i've been spraying <laughs> beer all over the goddamn place you know you have no allegiance to this show it's embarrassing uh, not really i mean yeah. <laughs> do any of us <laughs> i i will soon when that, when that Bravo cash starts rolling in. All right, we'll get sponsors, baby. Don't you worry. I'm going to get Loverboy on, on this podcast, God damn it. When we Summer replace House. Odie with Andy Cohen. By the way, I can, I am. Just, it's also sad that Summer House, which is a great show, ended before we were uh, starting this podcast. It's just a bunch of drunks, just insanely drunk people, just fighting and fucking and going out to bars and yelling at each other and Skinny dipping. What was that show we watched like an entire season of one time out like in January when I was there and I had a red eye and it was, uh, was it down South? Oh, party down South. Oh God. Yeah. That's a, that was an awesome show. (laughs) still, are they still making new seasons? I, they have a MTV is a show called Florabama shore, which is very similar. So it was that the show Maddie was on. Yes. Crazy. Where Maddie, where, where Maddie would turn into, uh, Shit, they had a nickname for her because she would get so drunk that she would become filled with rage and just attack people and jump off of bar railings and scream yeah. and yell. She was on this season's uh, season of the challenge, but uh, oh, nice! All right, what, ready? All right, hold on. All right, tell, tell me when you're going. All right, 
Let me get let me get situated and pray this doesn't leak on me. All right, ready? One, two, boom. Ah. All right, well, my duct tape worked out. 95%. Modelo. Very, very chuggable beer. I love Modelo. Really? Fantastic. I'm not a fan of Modelo. Really? What don't you like about it? The delicious, crisp taste? It tastes like Mexican PBR to me. It just is, it's not good. It doesn't taste good. Oh, it's no, I definitely don't get a PBR taste. It's so much, so smooth. PBR is like grainy when you drink it. I get a weird, I don't know. I get a weird funk from drinking. Maybe I, it's like anything. I drink too much of it and I don't want to drink it anymore. Yeah, it's probably because you're it's not a delicious but. Bud Light. I used to buy Modelo every time I was in LA. Right? Med- and are you Med- sick of it now? Yeah. Modelo and Skittles. That was my little purchase at the corner store by where <laughs> Skittles Mc- was the name the of the McWilliams. prostitute that Rico often took well, home. That was, <laughs> that was before <laughs> hey, getting Skittles, the meth. Get in the was car, that after I got the, the Modelo. <laughs> uh, it was definitely before the meth because after the meth, I wasn't hungry. So. Yeah, no, that, exactly. Yeah. That's, a, that's a model tip for all of you out there. All of you girls, if you want to get into modeling, meth. It's the answer. Isn't the Skittles, I mean, when you use the meth, don't you eat the, the sweets and the stuff like that? I don't think you I don't know. I have never know, done meth before. I think before. you literally eat Cats meth. out of the bag. I've never had meth. Your, your ah. teeth fall out when you what do meth. That's you not immediately. Meth Actually, that's a misconception. There's a lot of people out there who do meth recreationally, so I hear. Very very successfully. A lot of people. Yeah. Take it, you can take several of their seminars. <laughs> a lot of recreational meth. I mean, meth just off the top of my head, meth and me. Uh, the crack pipe is your friend. Uh, what's the last one? Oh yeah. Glass and ass. That's a, uh, a, a pimp and man's guide to doing meth and getting laid. It's uh, I'm actually on the wait list for that on the uh, Kindle app. So <laughs> hope to have it by the end of the summer. I'm pitching it as a series for Netflix. Anywho. Uh, okay. So getting into Bravo and beer. Um, yeah, this is I the podcast, Bravo and Beer. It's been a half hour we've been talking I mean, to each other. <laughs> I mean, below deck. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I agree it's gotten better. Um, and I, because I, you can tell that, like, I, I called it though. They're adding in somebody that's going to be high drama for sure. So that was going to be one Bugsy. question I had. Yeah. Are they adding her because the captain, after like two runs, is like, man, this show is kind of fucking boring? Yep. Yeah. Or the producers are like, this show, hmm. They're, sure. they're watching the footage they're like this is not that interesting yeah it has to be well I've so never, brian you're, you're a veteran of the show do you have some background on uh on bugsy have you I, seen you her on previous i shows? missed the last season my wife i was talking to my wife i was like bugsy i was like is this a fucking gangster from the 20s like what the fuck who's joining the show and she told me she's like oh yeah she sucks she's like she's like just a really bossy know-it-all she was a chief stew so you could tell that she's going to be button heads with Hannah. And you could tell when Hannah like, found out who was on the show or coming on, she was very pissed off about it. Very pissed off, yes. Yeah. So there should be some high argumentative drama and, I guess, you know, arguments about how things are done and who's assigning who to what. So, yeah, should be interesting. But uh, according to my wife, Bugsy sucks. Okay. Well, I, we'll see about that. But I think there is controversy on this, uh, this week's episode. Do tell. Okay. Was there definitely not a provable blowjob, but was there confirmed sex? I no. I say no. I think there was confirmed booby squeezing because I think I, I could clearly see Rob getting up in there and hooting, hooting, honking some hoot on Jess. 
But so, I don't think sex, because she was, I think she said she was mad that she did not get laid. And Rob was like, oh, I just want to cuddle. Yes, that's what he said. But then after the next morning, he was smiling and had the biggest grin, fuck, ear to ear. He was just standing there like he had been mm. doped up to the gills. And he also I, said, I've never hooked up with anyone on a, a ship before. Yeah, but hooked up is different connotations. To me, oh, what is up, he t- hooked what is up he doesn't mean missing. cuddle. Yeah, can, is he a freshman in high school? No, 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 no. He's, Hold like, on. he's not saying hooked There's, up and he made out there, with her. Yes, he probably is. because he, he No. Yes, I'm telling you. Uh, for me, hooked up just means made out. Fucking no, is fucking making it out is hooking up. All right, start a Twitter poll. Odie, what's the <laughs> yeah, good? We'll get some engagement. <laughs> yes, engage. I, I, yeah, but I think I think hooking up has to be more than just cuddling and making out. Yes. Um I don't think it does. He's not a high schooler. That's ridiculous. If you're in your twenties and you're saying you hooked up with a chick and it's because you made out with her. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, maybe you would probably say that in, yeah, exactly. You'll say that in high school probably, but a grown man, you know, it's it's not going to, you know. Well, he's from South Africa, though. He's talking to his buddies and say, yeah, yeah, I I hooked up with her and then just mean that they just kissed. Ridiculous. I wish I could, I wish he had an Australian accent so I could do a better impression of him. So I want to be like, yeah, I really blew what didgeridoo do, but I can't do a South African accent. I don't know if it ultimately matters in the grand scheme of things because they're more <laughs> than likely to, to hook up or have s- provable sex on the show in the future. She but we also like- thought about the unit and Laurel was a, the sure thing. We did. Oh, by the way, I invented a new phrase because the unit is, by the way, the biggest pussy ass yeah. bitch I've ever seen in my life. Like he got so butthurt when Malia was like called him out on calling her sweetie. And he's just like, Mm-hmm-hmm. so I think we yeah. should call it being buff hurt because he's so muscular. Oh, okay. There yeah. we go. So, I'm not going to actually call him that, but I, I won't uh, <laughs> Pete, say anything Pete, with you. AKA that. the unit, AKA buff hurt. He is. Um, so he also just, has the worst game ever. Do you see he was talking to that one, like uh cougar type yeah, uh, age woman at the bar. 50. He's, he's, like, what? he's like, what are you? Uh, 20, 21. <laughs> She's like, what about talking about you or. <laughs> He's so charming. What stage? Hey, baby, what stage of menopause are you in? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh, yeah, that shit was super old. And it's like, I don't know, it's so odd to see like that whole segment where he's like hanging out and kind of overcuddling Roy Orbison Jr.'s kids, Roy Orbison the third. And uh, then he's like, yeah, you know, I just love my son. It's, I'm a different guy when my son's around. I'm like, I really hope that's true. How often are you seeing your son since you are uh, working on cruise ships? I'm sure you're fucking there every every significant moment of his life yeah maybe, maybe he's face, a good dad who knows maybe he facetimes with him maybe his son's got the other vial of his dog's ashes yeah so he is quite the sensitive sally um whining or he was what was he yeah he was sensitive like you mentioned when they started talking about sweetie mm-hmm. he did, apparently he didn't know um yeah how do you by the way how do you have a blind spot to saying something all the time it's not like saying uh or um. Even his even his friend Alex is like, God, he's kind of a pussy. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. What about what about when uh at the beginning of the episode, Malaya or Malia, how do you say her name? Malia calls the meeting and about being called sweetie and sweetheart. And the unit's like, uh, I don't know who it's about. I've never called anybody sweetheart. I don't know what what they're talking about. She's like, You literally don't remember calling me sweetheart 
500 times. I did like the mashup of him going, sweetie, yeah. sweetie, sweetheart, sweetie. <laughs> hey, sweet tits. Yeah, uh, I, he's, yeah, I think he's just a very, uh, very stupid person. Yes. I think he is not very smart. Especially, how about him putting uh, broken glass in a trash bag that then cuts Malia later? On you the know what? Bag. I'm going to defend him in that. Because I would you have would done do? the exact Not fucking same thing. You know, well, what else are you supposed to do? Like you're supposed to double bag it. Apparently, that's I've learned something from. Yeah, or at least deck. wrap it in paper or something. A glass is going to cut through a plastic bag. I just know. carry it far away from me and throw it in the garbage yeah. can. I like mm. it just throw. He's I like, just throw it in the neighbor's yard. <laughs> <laughs> no, fuck you. Dump it in a pool. Um. Yeah. She's the, he's an ass. And then uh, the other thing too is. Did you see um, how, going back to Rob real quick, that it is funny how he said his first rule is don't screw the crew. Did you hear that phrase drop? I did. Yeah. But then. get the first guy to do it. The, okay. Does screw the crew? Well, not he did. I don't know. I still sucks. don't think he screwed the crew, but. I definitely did. I don't want to get it. I don't think he did. He's in an open relationship, guys. Don't forget. I think. <laughs> I think he got a blowjob. I don't know if it's provable. I don't know how we're going to prove it, but I'm putting money on that. You guys know we're both fairly large people. All of us are at least, I'd say, 6'2", right? Maybe Rico's 6'1". But large large enough men. Rob looks like he's got to be at least 6'2", right? Or 6'3"? He looks like a pretty tall guy. Can you imagine having another lump of flesh in uh, that tiny-ass bunk with you all night? It would be a goddamn nightmare. Even if you're having sex, it'd be horrible. So here's a question. Why would they not have had sex? They were flirting with each other all night at the bar. Then he's Rob, like, oh, let's cuddle in a fucking bed on a boat. It's because, Rico, Rob is deep. Didn't you hear him talking to Jess and saying that no one ever listens to him and that he's very deep? Oh, and that no was one ever... the worst. It's like, what are you talking? You don't even talk, Rob. You tell terrible jokes. What are you fucking talking about? <laughs> what do you want to talk about? You want to talk game. about... Nobody listens to me. <laughs> nobody laughed. What you nobody laughed he... about my joke about the brown stick. <laughs> he puts the jet skis in the water. What are people supposed to listen to him about? It's That's my best uh-huh. joke when I talk about the brown stick. It always gets people laughing. <laughs> the brown stick was just a metaphor for my life. Yeah, wait, give, read me some of your fucking poetry about uh, Holland and the anchor, Rob. What are you talking about? About <laughs> being photogenic only in pictures. Well, actually, that doesn't make sense. I guess if you're photogenic, it would be only in pictures. Being <laughs> yeah, good-looking <laughs> only in pictures. <laughs> He's just... He's just bad looking in real life. But. <laughs> he just looks like he looks like Lurch from uh, Adam's family with a beard. So I did have a question about Malia because I noticed something about Hannah and Jessica. They both have terrible, terrible neck tattoos. And I yeah. thought I saw Malia had a neck tattoo too, but I cannot remember. Maybe I don't they, know if it was a thing that female crew have to have bad neck tattoos. Maybe they jump you into the yachting industry by just holding you down and giving you a horrible neck tattoo. Yeah. No, Jess's looked like uh, <laughs> you guys have seen the movie Waterworld, right? A classic, uh, a Kevin Costner. I've classic. only seen the last twenty minutes of that movie somehow. Really, like five I have not times. seen it, and I love Kevin Costner movies. I well, can't believe I haven't seen Waterworld. This movie, ha- this movie has such staying power that Universal Studios Hollywood still has the Waterworld stunt show forty-five years after the movie came out. Still there. Yeah, still I'm pretty sure long. it's not forty-five years, but it no. feels like it. It feels like it. The movie also feels forty-five years long because it's three hours plus. I think. But it's still an entertaining movie. 
entertaining movie. I still would watch it. And when it's on, I do watch it because it's ridiculous. I mean, Kevin Costner's a merman who pees in a contraption he made himself to make drinkable water. What's not to love? Anyway, I hope one day. Also, Michael Keaton's going to be back as Batman. I don't know if you saw that, but it's the best news ever. What? I did see that. Is Jack Nicholson going to be back somehow? I don't think so. I think Jack Ah. Nicholson's no longer capable of holding his own weight up. He has a harem of women do it for him or something. God damn it. Anyway, Jack. uh, Getting back to. uh, Oh, totally forgot what I was talking about. (laughs) (laughs) To blow deck. All right. Well, I was talking oh, about Waterworld. It was Jess's tattoo. Oh, we're talking so, about Waterworld. <laughs> okay. Well. In Waterworld, there's a little girl that has, it's spoiler alert if you haven't seen this 25 year old movie. Uh, there's a little girl with a tattoo on her back that shows you how to get to the only dry land left in this quote unquote water world. Thus the name of the movie. And uh, I think Jess's tattoo is literally the same tattoo. <laughs> so if anybody, it's if an appropriate Sandy, tattoo. Lost, yeah. For a person working on a boat. It actually would be quite appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> so Captain Sandy loses the charts and she's like, hold on, I've got it. Look at my back of my neck. Jess, take your shirt off. Let me see that. <laughs> so I had a couple other notes since we're not going quickly through this show. Um, one, Ulf from the Ace of Base guy is quite quite full of his uh, musical abilities. <laughs> Just a little saying, bit. <laughs> saying he inspired the second wave of second wave of what? I don't know. Uh, including Katy Perry and Lady Gaga. Yeah. I've always, always heard Lady Gaga <laughs> reference Ace of Base. Yeah. When, when you hear that, you think, I think Ace of Base. <laughs> that was fantastic. Uh, I was surprised that he wasn't like, I was actually the fifth Beatle. And I didn't get credit, but I was right after it was Lennon McCartney and Ulf Svensvinson or whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> well, you know, people like, always uh, compare Ace of Bass to the Beatles and uh, musical <laughs> influence. They have uh, they have Penny Road in, uh, in the UK and uh, we have Penny Road in the Sweden. It's the same thing. Uh, what was the thing uh, that they were saying when instead of like cross your fingers in Sweden, oh. you say hold your thumbs? Yeah. Hold your yeah. thumbs. It's like, What? Why are you holding your thumbs? I don't That's know, but tough. my sensei in karate told me always to make a fist with your thumbs on the outside. You, you never hold your thumbs. Inside, <laughs> you break your own thumbs when you're punching. Break your thumb right off. Yeah. Does anyone hold their thumbs on the inside normally when they punch? People Idiots. don't know how to fight, too. Yeah, little kids. Really? That's what I'm, that's what I'm teaching so my daughter awkward. from the get-go to punch correctly. I'm so lining up awkward. her knuckles. Getting her ready to kick some ass. She'll, she'll um, punch you right in the nose. You're right, yeah. Um, I had one more. I had two notes. One, Roy Orbison Jr. moves like a guy who hasn't had to use his own leg muscles to walk. Did you notice that? <laughs> Walks like, he just has this bizarre kind of lean back shuffle. He's like leading with his gut the entire time. It just looks like he's had people move his legs for him. Uh, and they, they put out all those uh, water toys finally after it stopped raining. And uh, he used them for like 20 minutes. And he's yeah. like, oh, man, that was quite a memory. Oh. <laughs> Back and lay down. So I, I, that was my other thing I was going to bring up is the guests. Um, what, do they get some kind of discount or what do they get for being on the show? Because it doesn't benefit them at all. And also, the, the show shows how much they tipped. So yeah. you... So then if you're watching the show, you're like, oh, because he actually tipped more than the people the la- the first or second week, whatever it was, I think. How much did he tip? I missed that he part. He tipped 21000 21, Yeah. Yeah. And the last one was a 15000 something like that? Something like 15000 yeah. 16000 something like that. 
Yeah, it so, might have been euros though, so maybe it was like eighteen. Well, no, it was yeah, but it was he definitely tipped more than the first week. Yeah. So then you're like, oh, you got to compare how much you're tipping. So I, why? First, yeah, first question when they get on the boat, they'd be like, what did the last people tip? Yeah. <laughs> and it's one dollar like, over. Yeah, it's like Price is Right. <laughs> <laughs> one dollar. But uh, uh, they, I, I told you they had, they must get. I really think they they fly him out, especially if you're like somebody that's a quasi celebrity. They probably fly you out. Like Rory Orbison Jr. is not a big celebrity, but he's a notable. Like you hear the name Roy Orbison Jr. and you're like, oh, okay, I've heard of that guy. Like Matt Damon or Matt, not Damon, just like Matt Johnny, Damon, Roy Orbison Jr. and Matt Damon, basically the same person. Johnny Damon, Johnny Damon. <laughs> I don't think Johnny Damon. I think Johnny Damon's much bigger than Roy Overson Jr. as well. But, uh, not in the not in the genitals. Okay. How do you know? <laughs> Did you have provable sex with Johnny Damon? I, I met Roy Orbison Jr.'s Jr. If you know what I mean. I mean his son. Lovely kid. Um, moving on from that bad. Uh, so th- then the other thing I wanted to know is what is the time frame? So it sounds like they have three days of actually working, right? The the charter is three days. Yeah, I think they're usually something like that. Like over, was it it's like, like over a weekend or something. So is it like three day- Seems it's like, like they're back to back to back, at least so well, far. A little bit of time in between. Well, maybe a day in between. Like, you're rich enough to afford uh, the super yacht, I guess the, the weekends and weekdays don't really matter so much yeah. to you. I was just wondering, is it like three days out of the week? Or is it like three days, one day off, three days, one day off? Half the time, it seems like they don't even get one day off, which is weird. I think they have, because usually it seems like they're going out to the bar wherever after the third day of the charter, then they go get hammered. Yeah. And then the next day they're cleaning. And then then they had, but then they still had the next, remember when Lara left, they still had a charter coming in that next day though. They only had the morning to clean, which also, by the way, this, this cast does not stay out. Like in other seasons I've watched, the cast stayed out at the bar a lot. Like there was a lot more yeah, bar and dinner and like drunken arguing and making out. And like, there was a lot more energy yeah. out at the clubs in other super seasons. Super fucking boring. Some of these people just are not interesting at all. Like no. there's Hannah. Bye. Other than his nickname, terrible. The unit yeah. is a completely uninteresting character. Chubby Bear is kind of funny just because he calls them likes he sees them. But he's not bringing much to the table. I, I thought he'd be the Bluto of the season, and he has been yeah. a letdown. Except for he's pure, yeah, they are super boring. So, so but, if they're going out, you know, trying to hook up, going to the bar, they can't bring a, a random back to the boat. So they got to no. be like. But it seems like next week the guests can. Yes, mm. that's what I was gonna say. If nothing else, we have to watch another episode because these guys look like turbo douches. Yeah, and say, they're going to yeah. bring back all sorts of, uh, of dirty, dirty women with them. It's going to be great. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll be in for another week. One more uh, week of on. deck. One, one more week. Well, every, one week every, at a time. <laughs> it's just like when you try to break up with a, you know, a girlfriend and then she just manages to do something to keep you hanging on just a little bit. Provable blowjobs. Provable blowjobs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now we get to talk about a show which Odie still hasn't fucking watched for the I've been up hours. catching up. I'm I'm watching it. God. I know the characters now. Oh yeah. We'll see. Not their names, but we'll I know see. them. Um, oh, by the way, I almost watched <laughs> episode one over again 
So I guess you're off the hook a little bit. I started watching it and I get 20 minutes in and I'm like, this is the fucking first episode again. Because like they rehash it and kind of it just confuses the shit out of me. I, I, I cannot stand all the rehashing it's in 90 Day Fiance. Yeah, it's very annoying. Well, it's classic production where they kind of stretch out a lack of content. Yeah. To well, multiple like there's, weeks, Cody. Come there's on. an awesome show that I used to watch with uh, my wife hung over constantly on Oxygen Network back before my cable reconfiguration got rid of it. And it was called Snapped. And it was all stories about women killing either their husbands or their lovers and always for like $30,000 of insurance money, you know, enough to live off for the rest of your life. Isn't that like a South Park episode, murder porn? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's literally that. But ha- the episode would literally go through everyone, same exact progression. Introduce the story, introduce the characters, show a picture of them, always referring to the woman as this breathtaking young beauty. And they'd always be hideous. Everyone <laughs> horrible looking in every way. Then it, would, then it would go through the murder, and then every commercial break, they'd go back and rehash every single thing that they just said, every break, every time. So it stretched about five minutes of content into an hour-long program. So when you're referencing a breathtaking young beauty, I'm assuming you're segueing into, what is it, Jenny and Jenny Submit? Jenny and Submit, yeah. You know it, baby. So I love their new place. I also bring in a white cow with a, uh, a lay all over their body to, you know, walk through the house. And he's like, got to keep it clean. Meanwhile, the cow is shitting right outside the door. Okay. I know. I like it. I'm like wondering, uh, you know, how Submit was married before and they had that whole thing where the family came to the house and, you know, addressed her. If you're Jenny and you walk up to this, this brand new house, where I liked it also, he really pitched the neighborhood. He's like, oh, yeah, people get people got killed here for $10. Like, oh, good. I'm glad you told me that. Thank you, Submit. So anyway, but she walks up and there's just a gaggle of people standing at the door to her new house waiting for her. Wouldn't you be like, fuck, is well, he I married call- to the cow? Like, what is happening now? I who who are the gaggle of people? House. So in the last season that these two... The, well, the gaggle people in this episode were people to bless the house with this cow. Okay. It, cow, it's like a cow bless. Yeah, I'm, I'm familiar with the story with the last one where his Family. wife, he was married yeah. to, the father-in-law came to the, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. So it's like, if you're Jenny, isn't that, are you like, oh, this again? He's, you know, he's clearly married the cow. So no, these are people to bless the house with this whole cow ceremony. And uh, yeah, I, I like how also, just talk about the cow, two things. I like that Submit was like, oh, yeah, the cow helps uh, give your debts away, which is not how debt works. Not sure if he realizes that. Can't well, just. <laughs> I can't comment on the Indian legal system. <laughs> well, well like, we know that it's difficult to get your divorce papers back during a holiday. So <laughs> Submit doesn't have a job still, right? I mean, he, he had a job in the call center way back, but. Last I heard, he didn't have a job right now. Was borrowing money from his father to pay off the yeah. divorce from his ex-wife. The real question here is, who's going to get a job, a real job first? Is it going to be Summit or Jahoon? <laughs> I like Jahoon's attitude. He's like, oh, it's going to be so... You know, even if I work all these jobs, still not enough. So it's like, <laughs> man, why bother? Why? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's either got, either I'm going to make a million dollars or no dollars. I want no in-betweens. <laughs> like, I know I told her I work, but eh, what's the point? Every time he sits down to eat, he's like, well, 
I'm not going to finish this meal. So he just throws it on the floor. Um, oh, oh, one more thing. There's, there's a good eye rolling uh, line for you. Is that <laughs> when Jenny's, you know, back there finally seeing submit, she got the bull, a.k.a. cow. Now she gets the horny. Is that your line or was that in the oh, show? Oh, yeah, that's my bad line. All right. Yeah, I, I don't think anybody on the show would say that. Probably. Moving on. Uh, no, hold on. Before we move on, one more thing is that I like how Jenny's complaining about this house, right? Which it looks like a, actually it's like kind of beat up and a little dirty, but pretty big house, right? And it's their house. And it's like she's complaining about it. Number one, you ain't got no money. And number two, you've been living on a couch for five months. Like, what are you complaining about? You have a house she's now. living on a couch in Palm Springs. Now she's living in a fucking ghetto of on the outskirts of New Delhi, where apparently you get murdered for uh, $10. So Sounds yeah, a lot really- like Palm Springs, actually. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's hot. It's a lot of dust and wind and a lot of old people waiting to stab you. And they have hard I mean, beds there. I, apparently, they don't like the, the egg. What do you call them? Egg crates? Egg or crates. Whatever we got in college because we were poor. Yeah, those were hot. Make your bed a little softer. Yeah. Any other things on Jenny and Samir? They, they didn't really do too much with them other than the cow thing. Uh, nah, don't have anything on them. All right. Well, shall we move on to... Well, we'll do a quick one because Armando and Kenny also had almost nothing except Armando finally coming out to his parents. What do you think about that? Uh, whatever. Another letdown? <laughs> I mean, do you root for a parent to say you're no longer my son? I, I mean, for the drama. <laughs> there, like, I there's, the- there's no, it's a no-win situation. It's, <laughs> it really is. If they do that, then you're like, oh, man, I feel bad for this guy. If they don't do that, you're like, well, this is fucking boring. Yeah, I know. Exactly. <laughs> like, he, he comes out and his mom's crying, but his mom was, like, supportive. She's like, I still love you. You're my son. And he's crying. I'm like, okay, that's nice. And then I expected, I was like, okay, the mom's going to be good with it and cool and be heartwarming. Then the dad's going to bring the hammer down, which he kind of did because he was like, didn't know if he wanted to meet Kenny and he didn't know if he'd want to see yeah. them together. So yeah. there's this kind of drama there. Yeah, it could yeah. be some drama coming, I think. Or maybe it was coached up by the producers. Which yeah, the producers happen. are like, all right, just uh, give a real, they're asking him other questions. Like, <laughs> hey, the next time they come to visit you, if they brought, say, 400 live rats. Would you be okay with that? And then they got yeah. in. Uh, I have to think about it. <laughs> Edit. Yeah. What about baboons with knives? <laughs> I don't know if I'd like that. <laughs> um, yeah. like, we got all we need here, guys. We can move on. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, what else? Yeah, that was nothing. That was it. That was like the only thing. It was it was not as bad as Kenny's bait and switch, which still was so fucking hilarious, though. The what? Wait, remember when Kenneth had built up the whole thing about his father being a hardcore football? Oh yeah, yeah. He's like, and they were like, totally fine with it. Yeah, it wasn't. I mean, that wasn't that bad. I've I've seen that, and the way that you told the story, I think the reason he was he was he was emotional about it, you know, telling the story. So he's telling it slowly and explaining the letter what he said and then i don't know i, I thought it i didn't think oh, it yeah. was when you you need to tell a story with no payoff you do a lot of slow fucking build <laughs> so I'm like oh yeah it's fucking boring i'm yeah. sorry we're supposed to be entertained i don't want your life to be bad but you signed up for a reality show so at least entertain me my, my question about kenny and armando why so if kenny's daughter and is a grandson or grand a grandson i think yeah why 
why wouldn't they come to Mexico too if they uh, want him? You know, they don't want to be deserted by him. Well, if Armando's just, bringing in his daughter. Yeah, I don't probably know for schooling. I guess uh, you're saying also, kids in Mexico his, don't have schools. His, his family are Florida trash. They ain't going to Mexico. Can we they're, patch they're in our build? They're chanting build the wall right now. Can we patch in our in Mexican Mexico. man on the street about this right now? Oh, yeah, we do have a Mexican man on the street. We should send him. I bet we could send him to find them uh, in Mexico. <laughs> Mexico's privacy laws are not as uh, strict as ours. I'm sure. Mark he- ends up. Oh, ah, slipped out. Our man on the street ends up getting kidnapped. <laughs> That's a price I'm willing, you know, a chance I'm willing to take. More than happy to put him in harm's way. Um, all right. Well, should we move on to Jahoon and Devin? Uh, do you think they're the most interesting couple? I, for me, I don't know. I, I still don't know because we still haven't met Biniam. Biniam yeah, I don't know what is. Yazan and Brittany are quite interesting. I, yeah, they're, they're moving up on. They're, they're moving up quickly. I, I kind of think they're almost more interesting because Brittany is all kinds of a train wreck. Oh gosh, she, she told him she's divorced. Yep, not divorced. <laughs> Um, she apparently gave the impression that she's converting to Muslim Islam. Islam, so good, babe. Which so is my, probably my favorite line from any reality <laughs> show. Any, <laughs> I've never heard of anyone talking about their religion saying, "Oh, so good, babe." It's amazing. Uh, not converting to Islam, and then for some inexplicable reason, buying. A duty-free liquor. <laughs> and, and not in a subtle bottle. Like, you know, have you heard of mini bottles? You know you're going to a country with your husband or your future husband who does not drink, who said he doesn't want to drink, that's frowned upon there, even if it's quote-unquote legal. Maybe get a mini bottle, put it in your pocket. No, two feet high, giant Patron like, bottle. Yeah, Grey Goose or whatever it was. No, yeah. it was like, it was green. It was that bright green uh, Patron tequila. Or Cuervo could tequila bottles. Yeah. So this was a classic bait and switch by the producers of 90 Day Fiance. Because when you're seeing all this footage of, uh, what is, what's the guy's name? Yazan. Yeah. Flipping out. You're thinking, oh, he finds out she's not actually divorced. Yeah, that's. No, <laughs> he still hasn't found that out yet. And he already flipped out. You're like, Wow. <laughs> That, that's not his reaction. So I can't wait till he actually reacts to that news. Well, I can't wait that's until they're until her parents also see her rap videos. Like, I don't know if you saw in like the first episode, but she's like getting crazy low and just like, you know, shaking her ass. And like, she's like, my real passion is my rap career. I'm like, I'm sure that's going to go over really well in Jordan. Yeah. yeah and she explains, yeah, I'm just the type of person likes to do whatever I want. I don't like boundaries <laughs> and things around people. People tell me what to do. I don't but like boundaries. Jordan, and Jordan, you know, women can't walk and have to wear things over, you know, covering their entire body. And I don't know. It should be okay. <laughs> can't yeah. drink. Nope. Oops. Can't fucking drink. I also like that they can't bone before they're married and they can't live in the same apartment or sleep under the same roof until they're married. I'm kind of so jealous. How's that, how's that going to work out? See, Yazan's like, all right, babe. Yeah, Muslim, you know, Islam is so good. So is this dick. And then she's like, oh, bad news. I'm still married, and since we can't have sex or live under the same roof, probably it'll take about six to eight months for that to come through. What are we going to do? So I kind of like the option of just saying, you know what? I got to go home now. Sorry. Yeah. That's a a good one. I think if I had gotten, and she even said this, I think, if I came to the airport, even if I was dumb enough to bring a huge bottle of tequila – 
and my husband to be tried to start the car unsuccessfully, by the way. How much does that suck? When you try to storm off and get your car to drive away and your car won't start, and Oops. then you got to mess around under the hood to get it started. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, wait, why is the hood <laughs> up all of a sudden? <laughs> so I'm reading a, reading a recap here. Did he actually yell after he found out about the liquor? Yes. Fuck you. Fuck the Britney. Yes, I'm so said, stupid. Yes, he goes, I'm yeah, so fucking stupid. Fuck the Britney. the Britney. Fuck the Britney. And then he goes, but what's funny, then he goes, he goes, no. Not fuck you. Like the cameras. Like, yeah, it's not ca- you. Yeah, the fuck the Britney. Like, Why fuck me? He's like, eh, not fuck you. He's like, eh, that's <laughs> probably is like a Muslim cameraman that you can see him being like, fuck me. No, fuck you. And he's like, no, no, fuck you. No, fuck you. Just like, <laughs> like, like, is this meet the Zohan? He did kind of <laughs> sound like it a little bit. It was, yeah, it was pretty fucking funny. Um, and also, I just saw like, having divorce papers is becoming a theme of the show. You know, she does. She needs her divorce papers. Submit needs his divorce papers. I wh- who wants to bet Biniam is somehow still married as well? Oh, that makes sense. Has he been on the show yet? No, other than <laughs> in pictures. I think he's on next week, right? Is that the? Or is yeah, another- he, they teased him finally coming on. Oh, one more note on Yazan and Brittany. I thought it was hilarious that uh, Yazan's flipping out, and Brittany's like. Oh, it reminds me of my ex when he'd get so mad. And it's like, wait till he finds out you're still married. (laughs) Then he's really going to be like your ex. (laughs) Is the ex the 85-year-old man? Yes. No. No, no, no. The ex is a younger guy. Wait, no. It is the 85-year-old man. Right? I don't know. I don't know. I I said that. Wait, is Ariella the one that... Married Ariella married an Argentinian that was young. I think Brittany was married the eighty-five-year-old guy. She definitely said she dated an eighty-five-year-old yeah. guy. I don't know. I don't think it was. Yeah, I guess. I guess I'll have to do a little research. For can somebody? Week. Can the producers find this man for Christ's sake and get us get a get us some closure? I need an interview with Brittany's ex or his or her current husband. However, that turns out. Yes. All right. So then, yeah, Ariana, Bidium, blah. I Well, hold on. Let me just say that uh, I think that Ariella has the worst makeup and face on the show. She looks like an anus when she scrunches her face up, and I hate her. Oh, it should be nasty about people. I don't like her at all. See, Brian's going to be the one that just tears these women down, and Rico and I are going to have to build them back up. I'll tear any sex down. I don't care. Whatever you identify as, I'll tear you down. I'm the Simon Cowell of this show, and you two are the fucking Paula Abdul and... uh, Brandy Jackson. Brandy Jackson. Thank you. You're pitchy, dog. (laughs) Boom. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, she's boring. I, I don't really have a whole she's, lot to yeah. say about her. The only interesting thing she brings to the table is, is still insisting on having a baby in Ethiopia, where her mom's like, I'm going to pack an epidural because I don't think they have those there. But she but couldn't she, pack an epidural. Yeah, because she wasn't sure they'd be able to use it or something, right? Well, she's like, she's like, I'm not trained. I'm like, okay. Well, well the doctor's there. She'll be able to do it. Just get well, some can, black- can we talk about Ariella's doctor in America? I don't know if he was on this recent one, but he was on the first couple episodes, maybe episode two. Are you going to bring up his chest hair? Because we've been over that. Well, there's that, but he also, <laughs> I don't know if he delivers babies, but the guy is shaking like crazy. He's got some sort of health problem. I don't know if I'd want this guy uh, delivering my baby. I mean, Parkinson's <laughs> isn't a, a great 
disease to have when you're a surgeon or delivering babies. <laughs> Not, nothing against Parkinson's, people that have it, but probably there goes our, there goes our Parkinson's listeners, Odie. I got to stop posting in that Facebook group now. Parkinson's for Bravo. <laughs> it's a huge, it's our it's biggest a huge group. You wouldn't even believe how big Prosecco it is. Prosecco and Parkinson's is their podcast. Uh, There's something about Parkinson's. The twitching just draws draws people to Bravo. The doctor, the doctor pulls the baby out and he's just shaking it all over. And he's like, no, no, this is fine. Nobody ever complains about shaking a baby. <laughs> so I knew there was a joke there. I knew you'd find it. Cough it up. <laughs> All right, so what? Jahoon and Devin are the, are the last ones, yep. right? Yep. The Ade- <laughs> Jahoon, the quote, embarrassment. Uh, it, he's an embarrassment, and according to his friends, he is making <laughs> he a uh, mockery, making a fool out of all Korean men. High praise from people that are your best friends. I think they have a little bit inflated sense of how many people are actually watching this show. Like, I don't know if they think this is like MASH in 1970. It's not <laughs> reaching that many people in America where we're getting this. Hey, fucking... if you're a middling to unattractive Korean man trying to meet women abroad, you can bet your goddamn ass they're watching this show. This well, is I... like required. They, every time you sign up for an international dating website, they should make you watch this. So I may be crazy, but uh, this Devin, she strikes me as one of these people that's more attractive when she's heavily made up. Sometimes they're like yeah. heavily made up. And you're like, oh, that looks terrible. Mm-hmm. But she actually, I think, looks better when she has all that crazy makeup when they're doing like the, uh, not the confessional, but whatever. Yeah, the recap one-on-one. kind of commentary. Yeah, well, the, the one-on-one. It's like the anti-Hooters uh, theorem where like, yeah. you know, you go to Hooters ever. And of course, I worked at Hooters as we already discussed. And the girls looked so much better out of their Hooters gear when they weren't all like crazy Dolly partoned up and in weird 1982 glistening spandex stockings. They looked much better. Usually that is not the case. Usually you look better. Uh, well, no, say half the time you look shitty, half the time you look good. And yeah, I agree. This girl looks a little bit better dolled up. See, Brian's doing a little drop there, saying that he was always seeing these girls outside of their Hooters gear. But that was not what I remember is Brian inviting a Hooters girl to the formal in college, and uh, oh yeah, she didn't show up. No, that was a bad story. I don't, I don't even. This is this bad story. She seems so horrible. I'm not going to tell it. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you. She told me she had a medical reason for not coming, and my response was unimpressed to say the least, and I'm not proud of it. <laughs> I was not uh, accommodating to the information, but she you was probably fine. were not sober either at the time. So well, <laughs> it doesn't make it any I better. Ever. Was I ever? Um, yeah. So anyway, but yeah, I agree with you, Rico. And then, uh, God, Odie, so you're missing the good stuff. But yeah, I love how Jahoon is like, he's like, I, uh, I will not give up on Devin, uh, but also not getting I a job. job. I mean, is that <laughs> crazy? <laughs> I like how she, the Devin already paid for the first month of that, whatever yeah. apartment that they're staying at. Like she couldn't even do that. Yeah. And it's but like he, two grand. I and mean, if he's making three grand, right. He's not making anything. Well, he said he's doing deliveries, whatever that. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. He needs to do deliveries like fucking Rob did on below deck med, make some real money driving drugs to the airport. Yes. Get on it. Jahoon. Smuggle uh, some drugs across the DMV. Smuggle DMZ, some drugs. Not the DMV. 
yeah. Instead of <laughs> instead of wasting everybody's time by putting fr- pro freedom path- pamphlets out there, get them some drugs. They need it. So, God. what percentage of these couples do you think are only in this relationship to be on TV? I think they're all actually oh, in it to be. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on, wait. I have to go. You wait. think so? Hold on. I have to say one more line, and then we can move on from talking specifically. Uh, it's just his uh, being a delivery part time, and his friends are like, "What?" And then he goes, "I lied because if I told the truth that I have no money, she wouldn't come." Like, <laughs> very prolific hard, there. Hard dude. to argue with that. <laughs> That's just simple logic. In- <laughs> infallible. It's infallible logic. I told her I was a complete waste of life. She probably wouldn't come. <laughs> All right. Anyway, yeah. Sorry. How many uh, people on the show just for fame? I think there's definitely like Darcy. We, were, we mentioned earlier from 90 Day, little, little troll head Darcy. I think she's on it for fame. She's just a horrible uh, fame whore. But I think most of these people are honestly like, especially the less attractive they are, I think are in it for, for real love. Both sides though? Both sides of the relationship? I mean, I, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I mean, I think the ones that are really in it for love are the most unlikely, which is uh, Submit and Jenny. I don't know what's going on there, but I think I think they're actually like crazy about each other. Uh, yeah, I don't know what's up with Submit because he's not using it for maybe he's using it for a little bit of money, but fuck, <laughs> he probably could have scammed someone a little bit better than her. She has no, <laughs> no money. She's like 62 and uh, whatever best days she had are long since passed or yep. behind her. I think maybe his, I mean, I'm also curious. I'd love to see his ex-wife because maybe she's just such a horrible, mean human being that he's like, I'll take anything with a heartbeat that doesn't beat me. And just and that's it. And she's just that. She's just like there. Well, that sounds like another spinoff. The divorces before the, before the 90 days. Double shot at love. Get him on the show. <laughs> Polly D going to India. I like it. Is that oh, a fucking cow? What's a cow doing in my penthouse? This is fucking nuts, bro. This cow's shitting on the Flavini. This cow's shitting on your PlayStation 5. Next on MTV. I'll watch. Uh, final thoughts, gentlemen. All right. Well, I'm glad Blow Deck not really redeemed itself, but it's coming back the right direction. Mm-hmm. Worth watching. High tides and high hopes. Yeah. <laughs> high tides and middle hopes. <laughs> Is there still one other couple on 90 Day that hasn't been introduced yet? Yes. There's, we... one, there's a guy that goes to like Colombia or Brazil with a pretty attractive wife, and he's uh, just some schlub. But apparently they keep teasing it that he did something like really bad, which had to have been cheating on her. Um, but we don't know yet. And it's mm. weird that we're on season, we're on episode like, three or four of the show and yeah. they still haven't had one couple on. Yeah. Then maybe there's not a whole lot. Maybe they don't have a whole lot to kind of do with them, but it's so good that they had to have them in the show. Yeah. Because I, my theory, and maybe this is not even a theory, maybe it's just fact is they film like 10 couples per season. And then four of them are just so fucking boring. They're just like, there's nothing to do. Like maybe they just get along or maybe they're just like, <laughs> Fuck off right away. Well, that's just bad screening. You got to ask people, how many wives do you have? Are you currently married? Are you running drugs to the airport? 
do you deal in tile? Like uh, these are just simple questions. Dave. Well, when we start our consulting business on how to screen 90 day fiance, this will <laughs> all be part of the questionnaire. And that'll tie into your lawyering for 90 day fiance's yes. quick divorce. Quick yes. divorce. <laughs> yes. Don't want a Lionel Hutz commercial. <laughs> Have you been married on 90 day fiance, but want to get out of it? That's I'll think of a better commercial. pitch. Come if on, you want a new 90 day fiance, yeah, I'll think of a better guy. pitch before next. Are you on a reality show where you need to be divorced quick? Well, call me Rico at nine, nine, nine. Fuck your ex. Okay. Well, I think that just about does it. Got to hit the old dusty trail. What was the sign off last week? We have a new one. It's a better one. I don't remember. We'll oh. get a, we'll get a sign off when we get listeners. How about that deal? How about Brav? Go fuck yourself. There you go. It's not very nice, but perfect. Well, see ya. All right. Fuck off. Bye. Who is the damn queen? We will die.